Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Harry's podcast. This has been months in development and I have spent thousands of pounds on a marketing team and they have got together and they came back with the title Harry's podcast and I could not be happier with that title. So uh, firstly thank you for pressing play on the link that I've posted and forced you to click on and this is all your fault if you are listening, because I put something up on Instagram last week uh, saying I might do a podcast. I'd love to do a podcast. And in my mind, I thought if 20 people say yes, I'll do it because it'll be fun and I'll learn something. And I think other people will learn something as well if they listen to it, hopefully. And a whopping 55 people came back and said yes. So that was very kind of you. Um, there were a couple of people that said no, which was a bit awkward, but then they messaged me and said they'd press no by accident. So I guess I've got to believe that and we, we roll on. The perfect place to start would be answering what is the point of this podcast? And that is a very good question that I'm going to answer straight away. So for about five years on and off, I've had this idea about doing an ongoing series and I've got close. I've done a few different sort of versions of a series, but it's not really lived up to my goal, what I really wanted to do. And so I wanted to do an ongoing series that was, you know, 20, 30, 50 episodes a year somehow and hopefully build an audience that would that would love that series. Now that's a, a dizzying dream, I guess, but it's something that I thought it is achievable. You know, it is, it is doable and it might not be doable on no budget, but you know, we can get close. So I thought it'd be interesting to start a podcast to talk about that and see how far or how close I get. And it would be very good for me to look back on as, as a type of creative journal to see where I went wrong, where the ideas were, were heading. And also, um, I sort of want the podcast to be part um, sort of self-help for, for other creative people. I mean, self-help is too strong. I am not Oprah. I'm not trying to be Oprah. Sorry, Oprah. Um, her name doesn't deserve to be spoken on my podcast. But... You know, I think I can talk about a few things that are on my mind that will hopefully help other people, other other creatives. So that that was the first sort of thing. I really want to talk about that and discuss it and kind of be self-indulgent about it and have a creative diary that I can look back on and go, what the hell was I thinking that I could do, you know, 20 episodes in a year? That's crazy. Um, or maybe I should have aimed a bit higher and it was definitely within my grasp, but I didn't do this right. Um, I recently read about a year ago, I read Spike Lee's journals when he was writing, she's got to have it and do the right thing. And they were amazing because those journals were started way before he even had the ideas for the screenplays. So to see his ideas and his, you know, his huge ambition uh, for both projects and, you know, how he's coming up with scenes and dialogue and you know how he's thinking about getting the funding um it was really sort of inspiring reading those books and watching those films so i would recommend that straight away um and i i thought 
it would be really interesting to do an audio version of that. In terms of my thought process around the ongoing series, I'm kind of looking back already on what I've done and seeing how I can use that going forward. So, for example, in 2016, I did 12 shorts and that was a great experience but then obviously it comes to an end you've done you've done 12 you've sort of you've built up a, a bit of an audience that that like the work and then in 2017 I, I did a six-part web series called early days which again there was six episodes um you get three episodes in when we were you know putting them online and i and we had about thirty thousand views which kind of blew my mind a little bit because they weren't it wasn't really viral content. I'm not saying 30,000 is anywhere near viral, but they were kind of five, six minute, sort of slowly paced. I was kind of going for a more art housey vibe with it, you know, subtle comedy with a, with a slower pace. And so I wasn't expecting to get anywhere near that. And then when we got 30,000 views on the first three episodes, I was kind of already thinking, oh, it's such a shame that we've only done six you know, and, and we kind of have to stop. Um, and then in the last six months, I've done seven short films. Again, they're very short. They're very short, but people are, seem to enjoy them. And, uh, you know, they're always asking, they want more, you know, when's the next one coming out? And so that's really been the final thing where I've gone, I really need to pursue this. I need to pursue this series that is 20 30 episodes just just for my peace of mind in terms of you know it's been an idea that i've had for four years you know four to five years and i haven't given it a go and so i don't want to regret that i don't want to go why haven't i ever why haven't i done that so after the 12 shorts in 2016 and the six episodes of early days in 2017 and then now the seven shorts um, that I've done in the last six months, you know, putting them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, now it's time to sort of turn it up a notch, I guess, and start producing work on a more regular basis and and go for that that ongoing series. So where we're at now is I've started writing. I've got a couple of ideas down, but I don't want to plan out the whole thing. I don't want it to be... I don't want to sit down and traditionally write 10 episodes or 20 episodes to start off with. I don't really want to do that because then it becomes quite traditional and it becomes like your normal TV writing process or your normal web series process. And I want this to be, you know, an ongoing experiment. That's that's kind of why, that's what excites me about it. And so I'm happy to have maybe three, four episodes written and then you know, film those and then go back to writing. And that way you can stay a bit more reactive and maybe even topical. So that's that's been in my mind a lot, really. So, because I think if you do write the 10 episodes, you kind of, I feel like you're in a box a little bit. I know, I know that sounds stupid because as screenwriters and filmmakers, you know, you need to get the script written and it needs to be there. But I don't think I really work like that. And I don't think everyone should work like that. And there are plenty of filmmakers that I love who they just don't work like that. You know, they don't they don't have a proper script. And I'm not saying that they're all, um, 
going to be terribly improvised and sort of clutching to to be something you don't you don't want that but i just think it would be interesting to have more like real life in the shorts um it's something that we wanted to do in early days in terms of it being more improvised um we just we for whatever reason we never we never did it we never pushed it that far uh, and so early days is in a weird in my opinion early days is in a weird um area because it it kind of could have been more scripted or should have been more scripted but then also i feel like it it should have been more free in terms of improvisation and things being more natural and realistic but we are our you know harshest critics and we do look back on our own work and go what the hell was i thinking so that's that's kind of no different i have been thinking about how long these episodes should be and again i don't really want to i don't want to stick to a duration you know um it is an experiment we'll, we'll see what happens i do like the idea of episodes fluctuating you know one being a minute another being four minutes and i did think about that because you know a lot of the time now a lot of stuff that goes out there is less than two minutes because you can get a you know you can get a big engagement you can get uh, a lot of retweets on twitter i mean you, you'll have seen it now with the pandemic you know every actor is putting work out there on twitter and for some people it's brilliant and they're, they're really making waves but i don't think that's me and i think you've got to listen to the work itself and not try and force it into you know into two minute bite-sized material that is gonna is gonna really get out there but then having said that there is an argument for that you know if, if you come up with the right idea and you think oh this is really good this would be this is brilliant for for that then you know go for it but i think to start off with I don't think my ideas that I've come up with um, and the kind of tone and style of what I want to do fits nicely to that. You know, I think looking back with early days, there might have been moments in that show that we could have cut out of the show and used to promote it in a, you know, in a two minute format with with Twitter or Instagram. And that kind of that probably would have been clever to do um, as, you know, I'm kind of ashamed even admitting that. But this is the world that we live in in 2020 and you know there is a reason that the bbc and 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 different organizations kind of put out bite-sized content first to sort of test the waters on a project and see if see if there's an audience there and see if people like it so i have been thinking about uh, the form of it all and and how long episodes should be but again i think it's that can be creatively blocking, which is something I want to talk about later in the podcast. But I think as creatives, you're already putting a block on something because you're kind of going, oh, what, how long, how how many episodes should this be? How long should it be? And I think this should be a bit more of a, a freer process than that. Um, I have been thinking as well about production value in terms of, well, if you are going to make them more regularly, how are you going to do that and, and kind of sustain a, a nice looking aesthetic to to it all you know you want you want these episodes these two to three minute, minute episodes or whatever they end up being you want them to look professional um because that's part of building an audience and people coming back to your work because they like the way it looks and it's not you know it's not sloppy but i think there might become a time with this series where you know 
the odd one might have to be shot on an iPhone. I don't, you know, it might not be, but it's something to think about and go, well, you know, if, if a month goes by and you want to be putting stuff out there, that might have to be an option. Um, which I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not adverse to, I think that's cool. And I think, I think again, with this podcast and with the series, I kind of want it to be inspiring, you know, and I want to, I, I do want to make stuff and because I love that. I love putting things out into the world, but then I also want people to see it and listen to this podcast and kind of be inspired and get creating themselves. So, uh, and I think that's a really nice sort of mission statement to have. So if things have to be shot on an iPhone, then that's okay because it shows people it can be done and we can all be be doing it. The last thing to say about the series is my goal for it at the moment is ten episodes. I wanna I wanna get ten episodes out there as as quickly as humanly possible. Obviously, it's tricky with a pandemic uh, at the moment to create, but that's kind of the the goal of ten episodes and. Again, there's no there's no strict plan with it, so I've only got a couple of them written, and uh, I want to write a couple more, and then I want to get going. But a nice little benchmark will be ten episodes to see how they're doing, and talking about them, you know, on this podcast going forward. And I think that could be interesting. You know, it might be a case of, you know, the first couple are too long, and and you know, I can reevaluate that and make them shorter and start doing them in that two minute form that you know kind of feels a bit dirty um and it's strange as filmmakers that that we feel like that you know maybe it's because i'm of a certain age where you just didn't grow up with that you know you grew up with you know one hour prestige television and you grew up with films and cinema so to look at storytelling now as in a two minute form, it feels weird and it feels it feels dirty, which which is really stupid in a way, because I think I have seen two minute stuff that's brilliant and and is really well crafted and the writing is I mean to, to write a two minute comedy or a two minute anything, you, the craft has to be really strong. So it is strange that I have this prejudice in my mind, but I think it is that that's come about because there's so much stuff out there that is is dreadful and kind of comes across as desperate by the creators and you can't see any art or um, sort of intelligent intention behind the work besides just can we get as many views as possible or can we get attention? And it just feels, it just feels wrong in my opinion. So... Who knows, I might be a hypocrite and might sort of say, you know, it's not going to be two minute. And then in a few episodes time, I'm like, all we're doing is two minute stuff. So, um, yeah, that's all I want to say in terms of the series. I, it's an idea I've had for years and I really need to pull it off just for my own peace of mind. Um, so moving on to kind of a few things that have been on my mind this week. Um, I want to talk about three things and then I'll let you go and that's the first episode done and hopefully we'll be back here next week. So the three things that have been on my mind are pandemic productivity, that's massive, I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about blocking yourself from creating because I think those two things go hand in hand and I've been really guilty of these two things. 
And the third thing is, where do your ideas come from? And where do specifically your ideas come from that you're thinking about on a regular basis? So um, pandemic pro productivity, it's a very weird time, isn't it? I mean, everyone keeps saying it, but I think for creative people and freelancers, um, it's a very, very strange time. And I've had a few people text me and I've, I've spoken to a few people in terms of uh, them staying productive and being creative. And some of them have kind of looking at it at a, I think in a very negative way and they're beating themselves up. And, you know, I've had a few people say, I'm just not doing enough. I'm not, I'm not creating enough. I, I had one filmmaker say, I should have written four films by now, which is kind of, it's just, you know, it's just wrong to think like that. And I know it's difficult because, you know, when you think like that, you, you can't help it. And I've had days where I've kind of beat myself up a little bit because I'm not doing anything or, you know, you do have that, I should be doing more. But I said to that filmmaker, you know, you wouldn't be doing four, you wouldn't have written four films if this pandemic hadn't happened. And just because this this global, you know, terrible thing has happened, that ha that won't turn you into this artistic machine um, overnight. So I think if you are a person that is feeling a bit crappy because you haven't written a novel or... Um, you know, two screenplays, I would kind of just say, that's okay. And, you know, start small, just come up with ideas. Maybe just have a few days where you sit at the table for an hour and you just write ideas down because maybe you didn't do that before the pandemic and it would just be a nice thing to do now. And I can guarantee you, you will get something from it. You know, just approach it with a quantity Um quantity aspect of I'm going to get 10 ideas down and just see what comes of it. Um, so yeah, that's pandemic productivity. I think that's important to get out there because you don't want people, it, you know, it's a, it's a hard enough time as it is. So you don't want to be feeling crap about, you know, your own creativity because that's just going to get you down even more. And I think the thing that I will share is I've had days where I've got up at, you know, half six and I've got to the writing table and I've spent hours and I've, you know, I've done a bit. I've got some ideas down, maybe a scene, but I felt a bit crappy because I've gone, well, I've been at that for hours and I kind of don't feel like I've got anywhere, which is all, obviously all in my head. And then I've had days where I've gone, I'm just going to watch two films. I'm going to give myself a break. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch two films. And that day has been so valuable because I'll have maybe watched one film rather than two and after the first film I've ran to the you know to the laptop and then I've got some ideas down and that day was better than the day where I just thought right I'm just going to write so I think you know don't I'd, I'd say yeah go easier on yourself so that's that's pandemic productivity I really wanted to talk about that and then the other thing is is blocking yourself from creating which is um, I think when you've got a lot of time on your hands to think you can also have a lot of time to to say no i don't want to do that and, and and kind of prevent yourself and stop yourself from doing things so i mean this the example of this podcast this was something that i thought oh this will be cool to do you know last week and then i'm doing it now but along the way there were quite a few things where i was like oh i'm not going to do that 
you know, oh no, I I don't I don't want to do that because of this. And and I think we do it all the time with ideas, with you know, making a film or and I think we have to be better at saying, no, that's okay, it doesn't matter. You know, just you know, not having trying to take that decision away of of stopping yourself. You know, for example, I didn't have a title for a podcast. And at the start of the podcast, I made a joke about it because the title's going to be kind of crappy and obvious and simple. But you would be amazed at how many people have not started a podcast because they didn't have a title. You know, something as, as silly as that. So, um, and I do it all the time. I, you know, with this ongoing series, I've clearly been doing it for the last four four years of, yeah, but I can't do that because... I might have to shoot some of it on a phone or I'm not going to do that because um, I can't do the work. I can't do it as regularly as that, you know, and just kind of putting barriers on yourself. So that's been on my mind this week. So I wanted to talk about that. Um, and then lastly, and I think kind of most importantly, this is the thing that I was really excited to talk about is where do your ideas come from and do they play to your strengths? So, for example, um, I've been thinking about where my ideas come from and quite a lot of them, maybe 90%, are inspired by production and I seem to, my idea seems to be wrapped in some form of production idea or concept. So, for example, with one of the 12 shorts that I did, uh, obviously I knew I needed to make a film and... I saw a bus stop and was like, okay, let's make a short film of a bus stop, but how can we make that more interesting? Why don't we do it in one shot? So that was my kind of, you know, one take, static. Um, that that got me excited. I was like, okay, let's do that. And with early days, I wanted to do a web series and I loved the idea of six episodes released over six weeks. So my ideas are linked to production and kind of distribution and can I be conceptual with it? What is in it that excites me and will hopefully excite other people because it's an interesting concept? Now, I'm, not, I'm definitely not saying that's the right way to think because, you know, I've spent some time thinking, is that the right way to work? You know, should your ideas be so linked to production? Um it might be a bad thing. I'm, I might be better off thinking in terms of like what you would expect a traditional Hollywood screenwriter to think like in terms of what if concepts, you know, like um, what if there is a film uh, to do with uh, time travel, you know, and then you from that you, you're jumping off to what happens if it's a father and son story to do with time travel and, and just keep going with with that sort of idea building. And sometimes when I think like that, um, that isn't really that exciting for me because I know I might be spending the time then developing that idea into a script and the screenwriting and I might not be able to see um, production. You know, productions, you know, you can write a TV script, which I have done, and then it kind of doesn't go anywhere and, and you improve that TV script and you send it out and I think I've got to a point where I just like making the thing and I think... If you like making the thing, then maybe you need to think of your ideas in that in that way. Because um, I was speaking to a filmmaker recently, and he said he doesn't think like that. He thinks sort of, uh, 
you know, more kind of how you would think in terms of Hollywood films and concepts. And he's a filmmaker that wants to get something made. So it's, you know, is the way that you're thinking about your ideas and the conception of them, is that playing to your strengths? Um, you know, I was, I've kind of gone down the rabbit hole on Joanna Hogg recently because I really love her work. So I rewatched Exhibition. And when you look at her films, this, this is a lady that spent, you know, 10 plus years working in television and working in a very um, sort of constrictive way, um, you know, in a way that she didn't, she didn't kind of want to work. She wanted to be more artistic and she wanted to have more say. And she was ending up making these TV shows that were kind of paint by numbers. And so she started making these brilliant films um, that I love that she, she's kind of like no other filmmaker. And the way she came up with them was she linked them to place. So she'd had a holiday somewhere you know, as a child, and she she thought it'd be really interesting to go to that place and, and build a film around it. And so she made a couple of films like that, and then uh, a film called Exhibition that I really like uh, is set in a house because she wanted to make a film about the house, which sounds, you know, sounds kind of insane in terms of, you know, you, you, kn you knew a building and you loved it so much and you were like, oh, I really want to make a film in that house because it's great you know where can we go with that and so she made this film to do with a with a relationship and a couple that are selling the house but don't really want to sell a house and everything that sort of that's that symbolizes and it, and i love it i love the film it's not to everyone's taste because it's it is definitely on the art house side of things and it's got a slow pace but if you're into that you you'll love that film but i guess my point there is Joanna Hogg has kind of worked out, you know, what plays to her strengths, you know, and, and it's it's kind of brilliant. And I think if you can find out how you're thinking and, you know, maybe as an exercise, think about the last couple of ideas that you've come up with and just see, are there any links to those ideas? You know, are they all a certain type of idea? And maybe discover that further you know sorry explore that further and and see if that helps or maybe try thinking of ideas in a different way so for example if you're always thinking of ideas that are based around character and oh this is an interesting character this is an in interesting character then maybe try something from a location you know a, a really unique location that you live nearby and go oh it'd be really interesting to set something there so that's kind of what i'm thinking about recently because like I say, my ideas are so heavily connected to production and going ahead with this with this series that I want to do, um, I don't just want to be able to do the things that I know I can do. I mean, I know that's an important part of it because, you know, start now and start with what you've got is a, is a nice little mantra, but that can also have a, a drawback, I think. And I think it's time for me to kind of maybe be a little bit more ambitious in terms of it's not just linked to production. So, yeah, the, those are things that I wanted to talk about this week. Pandemic pro productivity. Uh, I hope you're doing better with that and not beating yourself up. It's okay to be lazy. It's okay to just watch Netflix. But like everything, there's balance. You know, for me, I haven't exercised in 30 days and that's just a big no, that's not good. So 
next week I need to do a bit of exercise. And yeah, block, blocking yourself from creative. Just think to yourself this this week, every time you kind of block yourself, you know, oh, I can't do that or oh, that doesn't make sense or that's stupid. Just maybe think, why are you thinking that? Why are you thinking that's stupid? Because it might be the case of, you know, the not starting a podcast because you can't think of a title. It's like, is it really that important? You know, to sort of, um, you know, hit the example over the head. I was going to make a short film and I did make a short film in a bathroom. And there were people at the time that were saying, oh, we can't shoot in this bathroom. It's not, it's not big enough. There's no windows. And it's kind of like, but if you listen to those people, the short film never happens. And that's kind of a horrible um, sort of pattern to get into. And then the same with this podcast. You know, if I'd have stopped without a title, the podcast doesn't happen. And I hope, it is really my hope that this is as short as this podcast is, that there's been something in it that has helped you. And so the podcast was worth doing. So, um, yeah. And then lastly, where do your ideas come from? And are they playing to your strengths? So, you know, think about your strengths as a filmmaker and and how you can use them. And and I don't want to sound preachy or um, patronising in this podcast because these things that I'm talking about, these things that I'm trying to learn and, and these things that I'm trying to go back to. You know, I did an article recently for the BFI Network. They were kind enough to ask me to write something. And it was kind of my worst nightmare uh, that I would come across as, you know, some sort of preachy, arrogant person um, because the stuff that I put in that article was all sort of kind of basic stuff. But the reason I put it in there was because it's the stuff that I always think about. I think about every day and it's like filmmaking 101, but you have to go back to that all the time. And uh, so all this advice that I'm saying now and that I put into that article, these are the things that I'm grappling with and have no by no means have have mastered because I kind of don't think you can master it, you know. It's it's too difficult uh, a a life to to master. So, um, you know, the biggest people in the industry or the biggest people in art forms, they struggle with all this stuff in terms of creatively being blocked or, you know, sort of doubting themselves and so it's that's okay it's cool so that is it for the first episode of harry's podcast i hope you enjoyed it i hope you took something from it and you know i hope you stay creating during this weird time um last thing to say this podcast is kindly produced by ryan mcmurray at bracken audio and i will see you next week